Welcome, everybody, and welcome to this new podcast, brand new, that we call, let me uh, channel my inner Japanese, <laughs> Nankuru Naisa. <laughs> That's, that, is, that is it. That yeah, is it. that's yeah. right. Nankuru Naisa. So for those who don't know us, actually, I don't know what the fuck you're doing in our podcast if you actually don't <laughs> know us. My, <laughs> my name is Greg Longto, and I'm with... Uh, my name is Michelle... Uh, I'm going to say it in French because it's apparently very hard to pronounce in English. My, my name is Michel Letendre. Michel Letendre. Or Letender, if you want to say it in English. You know what? Each and every single time I go out of the country for anything that's CrossFit related, that's the first question ever <laughs> that anyone asks me. They're like, how do you pronounce Michel's name? Like, oh, I bet you it's not just me. Uh, there's a lot of French Canadians out there that have names that are hard to pronounce for English speakers. Yeah, actually, mine too. They're like, is it Lang Tot? Lang Tot. Lang What? What is? How do you say that? <laughs> anyway, so guys, welcome to our podcast. Uh, yes. That, that we call um, Nan Kurunaisa. Yep. And to explain to everyone, I I can't really explain myself what it is you convinced me about that name yeah uh it's the most simple name that we could ever find for a podcast <laughs> <laughs> but anyway yes. yeah uh so yeah why don't you uh why don't you give me or yeah. us or anyone a rundown of what it is exactly um i think um nankuru naisa came about when we were talking about what to name this podcast and i think it's important to talk about why we started this podcast and basically we want to talk to people who have uh, come a certain way and have had a journey and we see a result of what a person has done but we want to know what happens behind that and nankuru naisa is a concept in uh, Jap in Japan, specifically, I believe Okinawa, it's a saying and a mantra that implies that everything is going to be okay in the end. So, which is not bad to know, right? No, it's it's, it's about trusting that your will and um, your hard work and time will get you to where you want to be in life. It's really about not just saying like. Uh, don't worry about it, everything's going to be fine and kind of put your idea beside you and expect things to just happen on their own. But it's a trust in the process that if you are passionate about what you do and you have the will to make it work and you let time pass by, you will end up where you want to be. So I, I really, when I read that, I felt like it was exactly what we wanted to achieve with this podcast. I felt like it's a concept that um, us as us as uh, North Americans are not familiar with because we're so impatient and we try to rush success and we try to rush uh, where we want to go in life. Uh, but I felt like this was a nice little step back in trying to understand what processes are for everyone and what success means for someone who has taken a specific journey to get to where they want to go. So it's kind of funny because it's a Japanese name, Japanese-inspired yep. name for this. Uh, and we're going to get back on what we're going to talk about yeah, on this yeah, podcast sure. but uh, is it inspired that you traveled to japan and you loved your you, you love the way of life there the philosophy of people well, or is it just hazard right i think when we brainstorm we were we were throwing away we were throwing different names be because of the concept that we wanted to come up And obviously the Japanese do mantras and sayings really well and i don't know if it's like Um, by mistake or it's maybe it's it was inherently in my thinking process but 
um, you know, things happen and uh, it, it just so happened that we came back from Japan. We started talking about this podcast and then when we were brainstorming, we were looking at Japanese sayings and, but I think in the end, when we're brainstorming, right, we're thinking about what is it that we want to talk about? What is it that we believe in? And when we research, those are the ideas that we look at. And so mm -hmm. sometimes when you just do these little Google research, right, with all the words that we came up to kind of describe what we wanted to do, and you tap that in Google, you kind of look at what pops up and then just it's like one after one idea after the other. And I just feel like this is like the perfect thing, the perfect word, because we did look at come. No, what was it? What what word did you you said we should maybe our was it wasn't campai, it was something else. Oh, um what was that word we had uh on your poster on the gym? Uh, at the gym on your poster, uh Kaizen. Kaizen. Constant improvement. Yeah, yeah. So Kaizen is constant improvement, but it's very production oriented. Yeah. It's it's a very specific mantra that j the Japanese use in, in, in a state of workflow. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's, it's a great concept. It's a great idea, but it's a little bit more work oriented and a little bit more internal and personally. It's know. so interesting hearing you talk about this brainstorm. Yeah. We're featuring Uki and Kilo. Yeah. Uh, my dogs. The, yeah. Two uh, <laughs> of Michelle and Fred's dogs. Um, it's so interesting to hear you talk about all this whole process and the research behind finding a name. And I was just like, hey, uh, let's call it the, the Greg and Michelle show, the, the Midge and Greg show <laughs> podcast, whatever, because uh, you're Midge and I'm Greg and uh, people will know us this way. And you're like, yeah, yeah, it's so interesting when you find it. I think this shows a lot about both our personalities yeah. and how we are. I think we, we knew, we've known each other for about Ten, eight years now? Yeah, I'd say eight years. Eight yeah. years. Yeah, because I, it's funny enough, last week, Facebook reminded me I had my first CrossFit class ever eight years ago, like last at, week. At CrossFit Plateau. At Plateau. Yeah, yeah. okay. I was like, yeah. Let, let's try this. And I was with Nima. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, shout out to Nima, uh, a great tattoo artist here in Montreal that did my whole, actually half of my work I have on my body and was a long time athlete of Michelle anyway. Um, so yeah, eight years. And I think we're two very different person, two very different people, but we're kind of the same at the same time. I mean, we're using different channels to attain our goals, Yeah. but we do get our goals. And we, when we have something in mind, we're very stubborn yeah. and, uh, yeah. I think, yeah, I think definitely like for sure watching you go from, um, you know, Greg, uh, your background is in um, uh, media, right? Mm -hmm. Watch you go from media, uh, then gym ownership. And then um, most recently you have a coffee business and now this podcast. So we can see that you make decisions based on a flow of events in your life that get you where you want to go and you do what you love and followed with your work and your your work ethic you get to this place that is now where you are at and you're well known in the community and and you're a very driven person and it shows and all the decisions you took even though we don't see sometimes the link between a coffee company and owning a crossfit gym the thing that 
is underneath those decisions is transferable in anything. You know, drive ambition, the will, the, the will to lead, the will to, uh, to change others in different ways. And those are all really important qualities that we find a lot in people who have successful businesses or successful companies or just do what they do extremely well and have a lot of success in that. And keep in mind, success is completely relative. Like, we're not talking yeah. about money. We're not talking about uh, property. We're really just talking about success being where the person wanted to be and is that person content and happy with where they are right mm -hmm. yep what, what is success for you right now let's say you, you define success uh in 2020 for michelle if i ask you michelle i want you to be successful what do you want well there's there's different i have i mean me personally i have different even myself i have different definitions of what success is like um, financial success right now is still a goal for me. Like I haven't reached that yet. Um, I would like to get a little bit more comfortable as time goes, but that's kind of not, not a priority. But I guess the most important definition I have for success is to be in a state of flow where I'm happy with what I'm doing and I'm consistently moving forward without hitting um, roadblocks that make me doubt myself. Now I know this is kind of like an impossible definition of success because there's always roadblocks. But I want to experience enough in my lifetime so that these roadblocks are easily kind of <laughs> they're the roadblocks are easily uh, maneuverable. So mm -hmm. um, I guess if I want to put this in like one sentence is that my idea of success is having enough experience to kind of go through life's hurdles without being profoundly affected emotionally and personally uh, within work. So I like that. Yeah, well, it's a it's a constant process, you know. Um, I don't see an end to what I'm doing and um, I only see different directions and whichever direction I'm going to go in is the one that I feel like I need to go. Yeah. Um, but I want to have the right amount of experience to go where I'm going to end up going without feeling like um, I can't adapt, you know. Mm -hmm. What about you? What's your definition of success? I don't know. I think uh, I've, I've made a major change in my life. You know, it, it like three years ago where I changed my whole career. I had this nine to five successful job, six figure salary, everything. And I just decided to throw it out the window without. I think that's where we differ. <laughs> you and I, uh, you're you're a person with a plan. Uh, I think you're you're very structured. And I, I am. I am, too. No, you look surprised. Well, I'm structured and not structured. I don't yeah. know how to explain it. Yeah. I, anyway, <laughs> each and every time I, I, I talk to you and we, you know, try to book a meeting or something, you're like, bam, 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 bam. Everything's so structured. And I, I am kind of tuned my day to day, but in my life plan, I'm not structured at all. So I just decided to, I like you, you, you said it well, you read it well as well. I, I go with the flow. And right now, going with the flow ended up me being right now, an entrepreneur where I own my coffee company and also uh, I don't want to say personality because I hate that term but anyway a media personality as I have my radio show this podcast another podcast and uh, as I travel the world to uh, work in uh, fitness races CrossFit <laughs> events and uh, I get paid to do that so that that's that's pretty awesome so for me that's kind of success and um, yeah, it's just probably to capitalize on what I'm doing right now and just be happy and s stop wanting more all the time about it. 
Like yeah. let's say there's 28 sanctionals right now. Uh, we're going to explain what sanctionals mean if you're not the... Uh, I, once again, if you're on our podcast and you're not from within the CrossFit <laughs> community, you're probably one of the few. But anyway, um, there's 28 sanctionals. And if you could ask me... If you would ask me to MC all of those events and travel the whole planet to do all... Of, I, I would love to do all of those. It's just physically impossible to yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, choosing my battles... Uh, Just, you know, um, live, live the, the sounds like your definition of success is having the opportunities to do what you love Yeah, and working towards getting those opportunities. Right. Well, at the end of 2018, I remember I had a discussion with my girlfriend and I was like, you know what, if I could get, if I could live my life doing only my company and media and doing events, I would be super happy. And then I stopped and I realized that's exactly what I was doing. I was just, uh, Yeah, as every startup, I was just not getting paid enough. And <laughs> and it, it's normal. I mean, you start a company in the greater part of the first three years, you're not yeah. going to get paid. And it, it's part of the kind of roadblocks or struggle or whatever. But uh, yeah, 2019, I just built on that. And 2020, I'm looking for that as well. Yeah. So to, you know, move those blocks in my life to make sure everything has a great foundation yeah. and that I can have a balanced life between my work, my projects, yeah. my, 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 my love life as well. And yeah. my, my friends also. It's always like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I always feel like in order to go in, in, in the way we move forward in life, it always seems like we need to have, we need to go in volume. We need to get more. And then once we have more, we kind of weed out what we don't need to live better. And then eventually once we've lived better for a while, we want more and then we weed out what we don't need in there. And it's just this constant cycle of shifting between ambition and contentment. Yeah. And it's just, it's just nonstop. Hopefully people are mature enough to recognize when it's time for more ambition and when it's time for contentment. Do you have these questions when you... Because you're building two different companies. Yeah. You have Deca Comp and also your gym, Deca CrossFit. Yeah. And do you have all the, these questions that pop up in mind? Because they do in my own mind every single week. I'm like, so this business is growing and where do I want to take it? Do I do yeah. I want it to be like a multinational? Well, of course, Deca Comp is very international, yeah, but you're yeah. like, we want all of the CrossFit athletes yeah. to be under Deca Comp and we're going to do this and we're going to hire like 57 so coaches. It's you or, ask me that because, I mean, I am someone that interiorizes, uh, in, interiorizes? Like I, I ask let, myself a lot of questions. Let's say that's a word. Yeah. Um, I ask myself a lot of questions and I always wonder where I'm going with my company and we're going to take Deca Comp as an example because it is a company that could potentially grow. Um, whereas Deca CrossFit is a micro gym, it's local. Um, we want to grow, but it, there's a certain geographical and physical limit to that growth. Um, but the way I see it is that Deca Comp, I struggle constantly between growing the business or optimizing the business. And the way I see it is I've always felt like um, I wanted to do things small but exceptionally well. And I have always felt like if that's the case, if I do that, then I will end up growing and it will be or an organic growth and it will be a controllable growth. And it's worked a lot. It's worked really well so far. I actually read a book. Um, I think I think the author's name is Paul Jarvis, but I'm not 100% sure. And he wrote a book called The Company of One. And he basically explains how the future of business is uh, small businesses. Mm -hmm. And basically what you, in order to have success and financial freedom, 
um, from growing a business to stay small and do certain things really well. And then with those things, you optimize revenue and you try and match what your ideal revenue is for yourself. So basically, it's just a way of not getting too greedy and kind of controlling your growth in a way that you can control your company. So what he says is if you want to have higher revenue, you need to reduce costs and um, um how do you say overhead yeah so he like the more employees you have the more overhead you have the more the less control you have over the quality of service the less control you have over um the quality of of product or whatever um but then i don't i don't think it's fair for me financially with what I, where I want to go to kind of think like that. So I, I constantly struggle between wanting to grow my business and mm -hmm. wanting to optimize my business. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like I've reached a goal of growth that I feel that I can achieve myself with the people that I have under me. Because keep in mind, like the guys that work for, with me at Deca Comp, I would be nowhere without them. When I did everything on my own, I was so limited. And now I feel like I have room to breathe and I can really get things going for my company. Um, but I definitely want to grow internationally, but I don't want everyone to do Decacom. This is where vision and culture becomes really important, right? Yeah, like exactly. I want the people who want to learn about CrossFit and competitive CrossFit and movement. I want those people to be part of my my company. I want those people to be the ones to benefit because people who don't want to learn won't get the, the most amount of my, my product. And, and um, so it's like, Growth has to come from people who recognize who DecaComp is. Mm -hmm. And I would say the same for any company. Like companies should be targeting clients who adhere and who adapt and who ag agree and associate with the company's culture. Because so it, it, it's aggressive. And, you know, when you start a business in 2019, nowadays, I mean, people are like, how are you going to scale? Like how, how are you going to get like this that. thing super, super huge? And, you know, we have this coffee company right now. Uh, me and my business partners are having a lot of fun doing that. Of course we can have, and we strive for more volume. We want to make greater revenue about it, but we were having discussion with some, some other business partners about groceries and, you know, being on the shelves and people are like, Oh, are you going to do capsules? Uh, are you going to ship worldwide? Are you going to do yeah, all of this? Is but that, is that like Traffic Coffee Club? Is that you? Like, is that what you guys sought out to do from the beginning? Because well, then the product mission, is less authentic. Our mission right? is to democratize specialty coffee. So okay. as long as we can still buy specialty coffee and, you know, deliver this volume, we could do it. Yeah. But at the same time, let's say you want to be in the grocery. Uh, so you have to, you know, scale your volume. You have to buy more coffee. You have to, uh, you know, have employees and, you know, work so much and comply to other rules that we're like this is probably not where we want to go but yeah. this is probably the step we're going to have to take if we want to make an international business yeah. and you know i mean starbucks doesn't have these type of questions they're like we don't give a fuck we're just roasting coffee buying everything this is what we do and yeah. we you know market it as still specialty coffee or you know so well they started out as specialty coffee right they revolutionized coffee in north they, america they did a lot of free, yeah they, and, then, and they still do a lot for the industry of coffee yeah. for sure so it, it's not I, I was not trying to demonize i was just you know bringing the point me as an entrepreneur yeah do i what do i want to do like do yeah. i still do i still want to own uh a small business, you know, live out of this business 
or still, you know, strive like everyone. Yeah. Hey, man, you should make millions out of it. And you could make. Yeah, I could. Yeah. But I don't want to. Is it, well, and, then and that's, that's still okay. That's what, that, you know, right. That's like the answer. It's your company. It's an extension of who you are. And you're not going to be someone else for other people. So why would you change the company unless that's where you want to go? Because it's always going to be a company is always going to grow successfully if the people running the company has the authentic desire to do what it's going to do. Mm -hmm. So whether it's staying small or going big, the important thing is that the message is the same throughout the, uh, uh, the company. And, you know, we talk about this, but it's so interesting because you got into this coffee business and, and I got into fitness and, and training and, and this online company, but uh, we were talking the other day and like, what, like, What are the links in our lives that got us where we were? Yeah. Because um, we're discovering, I don't know about you, but I'm certainly discovering business completely while I'm doing it because I, ne I, didn't, I never studied in business. I, don't, I, like, I didn't know very much about it. I knew that I had an idea that I wanted to spread the word, but I didn't know much about business. And when we were talking, uh, like maybe a month ago, you were asking me... Um, what did I study in and like, what's my athletic background and this and that. And I'm telling you everything that I did and everything seems so disjointed. Yeah. And then same to you, everything seems so disjointed. And then all of a sudden we are where we are because of, if you would have told me when I was 19 years old, I was like this little overweight guy, uh, <laughs> vegetarian, little overweight guy with no you were vegetarian. I was vegetarian for oh, a year. Like by choice. Uh, yeah. And oh, I didn't wow. know how to eat, so that's why I was <laughs> eating plenty of carbs, no protein, doesn't know what I was doing, had no idea. And um, yeah, this, this is what led me to now having uh, weight loss and working in media as yeah. a salesman, not even as a content producer or whatever. Uh, and then, you know, getting into bodybuilding, CrossFit, and yeah, so my, just like you, your uh, design a uh, passionate slash artist yeah uh water polo athlete hi kilo yep. uh <laughs> water polo uh athlete and yep. then crossfit entrepreneur so but I, this is what makes us who and you know both these backgrounds that are pretty all over the place for both of us yep. i think is going to make the success uh quote unquote of this podcast it's gonna want it it's gonna Oh my God, I'm getting lost in translation. <laughs> It's what's going to make it successful or fun for yeah. people to hear because we're going to talk about business. Yep. Uh, we're going to talk about people's stories. So we're going to yep. have athletes in there, uh, people we know, people we don't know in French or English. Yep. Uh, what else? Like just subjects that are, I mean, you're a feminist. I'm a guy, so we're going to have... Probably different point okay, of view. Okay, so thanks on... for that categorization. <laughs> okay, now here we go. Here no, we go. No, no, no. Shit just hit the fan. So yes, um, we all we both have opinions and and um, and we often disagreed on things in in, in the past eight years, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I disagree with a lot of people. <laughs> and that's that doesn't no, make us yeah, but less important, friends. like 
uh, yeah, like you were saying, this podcast is about understanding links, you know, in people's lives. Like we were saying, you know, my background um, when I was very young was in swimming, in sports, swimming, water polo, and then CrossFit. But my educational background when I was really young was in fine arts and then design and how those two parts of me became where I am and what I am doing now. Um, when you say like, oh yeah, I studied fine art in uh, university, people don't see a lot of link between um, coaching and fine arts, but I do. I mean, like I personally see a lot of, of um, connections basically just because my eye is trained to see movement really well. Yeah. I can see lines very well. I see these nuances. So watching movement, I guess, is the biggest kind of connection that I can put in with. But so... And the competitive aspect of me as an athlete is what makes me strive and, and drive and, and gives me a lot of ambition to move forward in life. So when you kind of get to know people and you and you understand their, their trajectory and where they are, you kind of understand what success is for those people. Like you listen to, for example, um, I listen to a lot the podcast called How I Built This. And yeah. we always think of these people who led companies as these either very lucky or fringe personalities. But in the end, everything that they did and they chose in life and their desires and their likes and their personality disorders or their just their general personalities got them to where they are. Um, and they use different tools to get there. So um, I want to know more about that, you know, like I think with this podcast, we're going to get to know people profoundly and we're get to, we're, I think we're going to be able to um, transmit that knowledge uh, to people and help people understand what it means to be at that top level or that, uh, you know, that like that person that everyone looks up to. What does it mean? How do they get there? And yeah. another example is we look at these professional athletes and we think, oh my God, like I would love to be a professional athlete and lead their life. But what does it mean to be a professional athlete? We all know the process of it is hard, but it goes way beyond just working out, right? I don't want to be a professional no, athlete, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you've been there. So I think this podcast is going to educate people and also make people realize that their own paths is... They're, they may feel like there's um, a reference point. They may feel like they can kind of, uh, uh, how, do you, how do you say that? They can uh, identify with some of these people who have had success, some of these big name people, and they'll be, be, they'll be able to see that their trajectory and their path and their journey resembles that of Patrick Vellner or of, for example, I don't know, the creator of Lululemon or the creator of Shopify. You know, mm -hmm. all of these people have certain paths and we need to understand that our path resemble, it resembles those. Yeah, just like you and I said when we first started discussing this episode, actually, that we are two very different personalities yeah. that uh, our path kind of resemble in yeah. a very different way. And um, actually the discussion that we had together about this podcast and where we want to take it and our guests coming in here is because often uh, regular media or even podcasts or and I'm not criticizing anyone but usually when you let's say you have an interview with Patrick Vellner well what are you going to talk about like how was it uh, being at the CrossFit Games uh, I mean how was it to have uh, kind how, of how many hours do you train yeah, what do you in, eat in, instant you know? success uh, how's your love life uh, uh, why do you uh, look like Ed Sheeran so much uh, <laughs> how is it to be a student and uh, you know so all that kind of stuff but I mean talking about the, all the different side of these things with Pat 
that's such a complex personality yeah. uh if pat doesn't know i mean now people are going to ask us to have him on our podcast <laughs> which should be very difficult we're going to talk to his agent <laughs> but, uh, yeah <laughs> uh, i'll shoot him a text <laughs> yeah what's up matt um so yeah and and it's the same thing for any artist let's say releasing a record or whatever or an entrepreneur launching a business or like how 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 did you build that business um but you don't talk about the personal side of things or you don't you know so the questions that no one asks i think this is what and we're, we're not like we're gonna go against everyone that's no. not at all what we're doing but it's so interesting to like let's take yourself as an example uh when you were doing interviews people were talking about uh how do you pronounce your name how do you pronounce my name how does it feel to be a female coach uh what do you eat um uh Uh, what's it like being a woman um, uh, athlete or these questions that are, you know, important. How is it battling with Kimi for the, the title yeah, in Canada East and all that stuff? Yeah. And nah, nah, nah. But no one was actually saying, hey, Michelle, uh, how does being, let's say, a design, uh, design graduate got you there as an athlete? Yeah. Uh, what do you think about everything that's going on in the world right now? I mean, like I said, uh, you, you have very strong and... Um, you know justified opinions on things I, i hope that's the right word in english there yeah um and uh yeah justified is the right word well it means that i'm yeah, right yeah i'm always <laughs> right but i don't want to say i'm always right yeah. but usually i am you know <laughs> no uh but i mean it's interesting talking to you with you whatever about a lot of subjects uh kilo you're amazing <laughs> you, you guys should you see you guys uh, can't see this but kilo is just looking at greg with these adoring eyes yeah <laughs> I have a new new uh, new fan club president here. Um, so it's just so interesting talking with you about a whole lot of, I mean, just food, traveling for food. Travel, you traveled a lot of places in the world and how you see these places you've seen and all that stuff, but no one would actually concentrate on that because people think that the only thing we want to know is what, what is it to be a coach? What is it to be an athlete? And whatever. So you guys get the point on the angle we're going to get when we're yep. going to have our guests here on the, on the podcast. We have a couple confirmed already. We're going to keep the surprise. Yep. Yeah, I think yeah, it's a good yeah, idea. Let's tease those people. And uh, I, know so, I know these, these people that are they're, they're very uh, actually excited on uh, joining the adventure uh, of the podcast. So we're going to tape two episodes a month to start. Uh, I think that's right. We're going to try doing that. Some are going to yeah. be in French. Some are going to be in English. Yes. Uh, because some French people have lots of things to say. <laughs> and uh, we're actually bilingual. So why not use... Yeah, uh, we're going to take advantage of our geographical location. Yeah, there's uh, there's very few advantage of those. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, minus 10 right now outside. And uh, the roads are made of snow. My feet are all wet. <laughs> but uh, at least we're bilingual. Yeah. Um, Anything else? I believe that's it. I'm very excited to do this. And um, I think that we're going to have some great conversation. And I think that people hopefully will be enlightened and inspired and uh, also confident with uh, what they're doing and, and how they're getting to where they want to go. Absolutely. And if 
anyone has suggestions, anyone wants to participate, let's say you're a rock star, whatever, you're Celine Dion, you say, hey, I've just stumbled on this podcast on whatever platform and I'm interested in joining so. <laughs> hey, Celine uh, Dion, come on. <laughs> slide in our DMs. Just <laughs> No, but uh, in all seriousness, if you guys want to join, spread the word. Uh, th this is us talking with people for everyone that's listening. So uh, it's not it's not exactly us who decide who will be there. If, if we don't know about a personality, we don't know about someone, you want us to invite uh, people that have great stories that can inspire you, uh, we're always uh, super down to have some, some new people in. Yes, no? Oh, yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> just trying to, just trying to, to get to... Yeah, uh, for people that, I mean, didn't come through this podcast on social media, you can follow us on Instagram, nankurunaisa.podcast, nankurunaisa, let's go, N-A-N-K-U-R-U-N-A-I-S-A. That is correct. Oh, my God. You did it right. I deserve a beer now. We're, we're going to learn some Japanese while we're at this. Nankuru yeah. Naisa. Dot podcast on uh, our social media platform. Uh, my small following uh, will will um, share this platform. Yep. And your monster following <laughs> will also share it. So if you want to DM <laughs> us, um, you could do so on our podcast or you can um, on the Nankuru Naisa dot podcast on Instagram. Um, or you can DM me directly. My handle on Instagram is at M-I-C-H underscore L-E-T-E-N-D-R-E. That's so, Mish Latandra. Yeah, Mish underscore, underscore Latandra. Um, and I check my messages regularly, so I would love to hear what you guys uh, want on the show. And mine is that Greg, though. <laughs> <laughs> It's always funny. I'm never, ever going to change unless I get paid a lot of money. And that's like seven figure type of money to, <laughs> to, change, to change my, uh, my Instagram handle. So D-A-T-G-R-E-G-T-H-O. Uh, we're going to wrap this up. Yep. It's been great. Yes, thank you. And thank I'm you, really Michelle. excited yeah, to do the yeah. next one. Yeah, to, on to the next one. Talk to you guys soon. And uh, you guys take care. Bye. Uh, see you later.